You are now listening to The Forefront Radio, where we discuss history, the Bible, the history of the Israelites, science, and other matters. Bring it out. The history of the blacks, Hispanics, and Native Americans as it relates to the Bible. Who were you prior to slavery? Who were you prior to colonization? These answers and more can be seen and heard as you listen to The Forefront Radio. Greatest people on earth 
Israel. Israel. Come back to the more side. Yeah. 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 Chosen. 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 Thank you for listening to the Forefront Radio. I'm your host, Afia Levi. Uh, we touched briefly on the rise of the Greek Empire, the rise of the Grecians. Anti-Oceus uh, was talked about last episode, as well as Alexander the Greek, and how evils were multiplied when the Greeks came into power and put our ancestors into slavery. This period of time is called the Hellenization of the Jews. And we're going to touch on a few instances during the Maccabees. Maccabean dynasty where Mattathias and our ancestors fought against the Greeks. So continuing on, um, I would invite you to read the book of Maccabees for yourself in the Apocrypha. Uh, the Apocrypha was one of the 14 books that was taken out of the original King James Bible. First uh, Maccabees chapter one, verse 11, it says in those days when they're out of Israel, wicked men who persuaded many, saying, Let us go and make a covenant with the heathen that are round about us. For since we departed from them, we have had much sorrow. So these are the uh, house Negroes, as you would say, um, those that decided to side with their oppressor. When the Bible says that we should not envy our oppressor, nor choose none of his ways, according to Proverbs 3.31. Watch this. It says, so this device pleased them well. Then certain of the people were so forward herein that they went to the king who gave them license to do after the ordinances of the heathen. Whereupon they built a place of exercise at Jerusalem according to the customs of the heathen. So a place of exercise is called gymnos or gymnasium. This is where we get the modern day gym. Okay, it's a place of exercise. But according to the Bible, this was a custom of the heathen, okay? Our ancestors were trained in martial arts, in swordsmanship, in archery, and being warriors to defend themselves. Our ancestors never exercised for the purpose of beautifying the body, okay? The way we trained was for war, was for military stratagem, not to just beautify the body, but... According to the Greeks, who have an inordinate affection for flesh, their purpose of going to the gymnos, if you look up the word gymnasium, it was a place of naked exercise. So not only were they not covered up, they partook of um, immoral behaviors. Let's just put it like that. So it says in verse 13, then certain of the people were so forward therein, that they went to the king who gave them license to do after the ordinance of the heathen, whereupon they built a place of exercise. That's your Olympics. That's your gym. At, at Jerusalem, according to the customs of the heathen, and made themselves uncircumcised and forsook the holy covenant and joined themselves to the heathen and were sold to do mischief. So it says here that when our people decided to uh, follow the way of the Greeks, they rejected the Holy Covenant. They rejected God's laws. And this is the problem that we face. Whenever we assimilate into other cultures, we have a tendency to adapt ourselves to the custom of the cultures that we come into and forsake the covenant of our ancestors. 
remember in previous episodes, we talked about how when one leaves their culture and their identity, their laws, they forget who they are. And that's what happened to the Hebrews. That's why we're called the lost tribes of Israel. Okay. So now, when the kingdom was established before Antiochus, he thought to reign over Egypt, that he might have dominion over two realms. Wherefore he went, he, wherefore he entered into Egypt with a great multitude, with chariots and elephants and horsemen, and a great navy, and made war against Ptolemy, king of Egypt. And Ptolemy was afraid of him, and fled. And many were wounded to death. Thus, they got the strong city in the land of Egypt, and he took the spoils thereof. And after that, Antiochus had smitten Egypt. He returned again in the hundred and forty and third year and went up against Israel and Jerusalem with a great multitude. So remember, Egypt is right next to the land of Israel. So he conquered the black Egyptians as well as Ptolemy, who took over that area. And then the territory where our ancestors live in Israel and Jerusalem, he came against us with a great army. Verse 21, And entered proudly into the sanctuary, and took away the golden altar, and the candlestick of light, and all the vessels thereof, and the table of the showbread, and the pouring vessels, and the vials, and the censers of gold, and the veil, and the crowns, and the golden ornaments that were before the temple, all which he pulled off. So that's interesting to note, folks, because when it comes to the spirit behind the Edomites, the spirit behind the Greco-Romans, even now the Europeans today, um, they don't just come in and try to try to uh, just destroy the land. When they come in, they come to 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 loot, to spoil, to plunder everything, which is why you have many museums and archaeological sites that contain Hebraic information in it, proving black history in the Bible. But they store it and keep it locked away for themselves. OK, so this is very important to note. They took golden items, items that were pure silver and pure gold, which tells me that we weren't a poor people swinging off of trees like Tarzan in Africa. Okay. So Antiochus took all the gold, the silver, um, the precious vessels and all these things and all the hidden treasures that we had, right? Verse 24 says, and when he had taken all away, he went into his own land, having made a great massacre and spoke very proudly. Therefore, there was great mourning in Israel in every place where they were. So that the princes and elders mourned, and the virgins and the young men were made feeble and the beauty of women was changed. Every groom took up lamentation and she that sat in the marriage chamber was in heaviness. The land also was moved for the inhabitants, in, I'm sorry, for the inhabitants thereof. And all the house of Jacob was covered with confusion. And after two years fully expired, the king sent his chief collector 
of tribute into the cities of Judah, who came into Jerusalem with a great multitude, and spake peaceable words unto them, but all was deceit. For when they had given him credence, he fell suddenly upon the city and smote it very sore and destroyed much people of Israel. So this goes back to the last episode when we were talking about how by peace they shall destroy many. Um, when we read in uh, the book of Daniel chapter 8, verse 21 and down, how when the Greeks came into power, they spoke peaceable words to us, but in, t in return, they came and destroyed us. The similarity to that is when the uh, Greeks came over here to the Americas under the title of the Pilgrims. They spoke peaceable to our uh, 10 tribes that were here in the Americas, and they ended up destroying them, enslaving them. You know, 400 treaties, over 400 treaties was made with the so-called North, North American Indians, and they broke every last one of them. Every last one. Every treaty was broken. So we're seeing that same similarity here when we're reading about how when the Greeks came into our cities, they stole all the stuff out of our temples. And then not only that, they came in two years later with the tax collector saying, hey, let's get some money. They spoke peaceably, but instead of trying to uh, deal with this right, they, they killed a lot of our people. All right. Verse 31. And when he had taken the spoils of the city, he set it on fire and pulled down the houses and walls thereof on every side. But the women and the children took they captive, took they captive and possessed the cattle. So our women, the Greeks came, our women and children, they came and enslaved them. This goes to Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 41. Thy sons and daughters shall be given unto another people and they shall go into captivity. So these are all prophecies pertaining to us going into Greek captivity or Grecian slavery. Okay. So this proves to you that the Bible is a true book because the prophecy that Moses made back in uh, Deuteronomy 28 was thousands of years before this transpired during the Grecian captivity. Okay. And before we became slaves here in the Americas. So sometimes prophecies can happen on multitude of occasions. Um, Several times, several times. Verse 32. But the women and the children took they captive and possessed the cattle. Then builded they the city of, of David with great and strong wall and with mighty towers and made a strong hole for them. And they put therein a sinful nation, wicked men, and fortified themselves therein. So the Gentiles came in to live with the wicked Israelites that were there. They stored it also with armor and victuals, and when they had gathered together up there, and so they came a sore snare, for it was a place to lie in wait against the sanctuary, and an evil adversary to Israel. Thus they shed innocent blood on every side of the sanctuary, and defiled it, insomuch that the inhabitants of Jerusalem fled because of them whereupon the city was made a habitation of strangers and became strange to those that were born in her. 
and her own children left her. Her sanctuary was laid waste like a wilderness. Her feasts were turned into mourning, her Sabbaths into reproach, her honor into contempt. As had been her glory, so was her dishonor increased, and her excellency was turned into mourning. So we see here that Jerusalem, our motherland, our homeland, was taken from us by the Greeks, by the Gentiles. And the Gentiles came and displaced us from our lands. So now we're going to see our ancestor, Mattathias, and what he did when he saw that the children of Israel were put into slavery. First uh, Maccabees chapter 2, verse 1. In those days arose Mattathias, the son of John, the son of Simeon, a priest of the sons of Jorib, from Jerusalem and dwelt in Modin. And he had five sons, Joanan called Caddis, Simon called Thassi, Judas, who was called Maccabeus, Eleazar called Avaran, and Jonathan, whose surname was Aphis or Aphiel. Verse six. And when he saw the blasphemies that were committed in the land of Judah and Jerusalem, he said, Woe is me! Wherefore was I born to see this misery of my people and of the holy city and to dwell there when it was delivered into the hand of the enemy and the sanctuary into the hand of strangers? Her temple is become a man without glory. Her glorious vessels are carried away into captivity. Her infants are slain in the streets. Her young men with the sword of the enemy. What nation have not had a part in her kingdom and gotten of her spoils? All her ornaments are taken away. Of a free woman, she is become a bond slave. And behold, our sanctuary, even our beauty and our glory is laid waste and the Gentiles and the Gentiles have profaned it. To what end, therefore, shall we live any longer? Then Mattathias and his sons rent their clothes and put on sackcloth and mourned very sore. In the mean, while the king's officers, such as compelled the people to revolt, came into the city of Modin to make them sacrifice. And when many of Israel came unto them, Mattathias also and his sons came together. Then answered the king's officers and said to Mattathias on this wise, Thou art a ruler and an honorable and great man in this city and strengthened with sons and brethren. Now therefore come thou first and fulfill the king's commandment like as all the heathen have done, yea, and the men of Judah also, and such as, such as remain at Jerusalem, so that thou and thy house be in the number of the king's friends, and thou and thy children shall be honored with silver and gold and many rewards. Then Mattathias answered and spake with a loud voice, Though all the nations that the, that are under the king's dominion obey him and fall away from 
every one from the religion of their fathers, and give consent to his commandments. Yet will I and my sons and my brethren walk in the covenant of our fathers. God forbid that we should forsake the law and the ordinances. We will not hearken to the king's words to go from our religion either on the right hand or the left. So what we see here, folks, was that Mattathias rose up against the kingdom of the Greeks, just in the same way that during the Haitian Revolution, our uh, brothers that are, are uh, standing up rose against slavery and oppression. He saw our people being put in a poorer state, and he decided to try to restore the state of our people. This can be found in 1 Maccabees chapter uh Three, okay. So we see here that these Gentiles, these Greeks, wanted to force our people to follow the ways of the Greeks by creating a place of exercise, a gymnasium, as we uh, spoke about before. And we're going to touch briefly on the the slavery that happened on Cambridge.org. It talks about our slavery to the Roman to the Greco-Romans. It says. Although mass slavery was a specifically Roman phenomenon in antiquity, Jews do not seem to have had been least affected by this common and all-pervasive institution than Romans, Greeks, and other provincials in whose immediate environment they lived. Ancient Jewish literature sources suggest that Jews were both slaves. They were slaves and that slavery had a major impact on almost all areas of Jewish life. Whether in Hellenistic and Roman Palestine or in the Mediterranean diaspora, the phenomenon of slavery shows how and to what extent Jews were part of the Greco-Roman society while at the same time maintaining their biblical roots. It is therefore of particular interest to examine similarities as well as differences between the Jews and Greco-Roman discourse on slavery to determine whether there was a particularly Jewish perspective and approach. So the Hebrews during that time, our ancestors, the black Hebrews, the black Jews were enslaved by the Edomite Greco-Roman Empire. Okay, so now how could one now say that Christ came to save the Greeks, the actual literal Greeks, and not those that were in slavery and oppression? So when you read in the Bible where it says neither Jew nor Greek, neither bond nor free, neither male nor female, but we're all one in Jesus. What is that talking about? That's talking about the period of time that we're reading where we as a nation of people were forced to assimilate into the new world order. We were forced to assimilate into the Greco-Roman Empire. And no longer did we call ourselves Hebrews or Jews. We called ourselves Greeks. We called ourselves Romans. We classified ourselves under the citizenship of our oppressors. 
So neither Jew nor Greek, neither bond nor free. That means they were Jews that became Greeks that were put into bondage. And there were Jews that became Greeks that were free, both male and female. We just read that. Okay. Mattathias rose up and set our people free from slavery to the Greco-Roman Empire. And that's why we have the celebration called the Feast of Dedication today, um, which is also known as Hanukkah. Okay. So it's very important to know these things. Because if you don't get an understanding of history, you won't know who's your friend and who's not your friend. Who's your friend and who has your best interest in heart, at heart. And who could care less about you and your people. Um, so this history is important to know. Uh, the Grecian captivity. Um, we can cover more later on, but I want to try to keep these episodes short because I don't want to you know, go too far into it. I try to keep them under a certain time frame. So, um, stay tuned. We're going to have another episode, uh, uh, following up where we go into part three of talking about the Grecian captivity. This brothers don't know the Bible. Read. To whom pertain it? To, to what? To whom pertain it? Bring it out. Belongs to. The adoption. Uh-huh. And the glory. And the glory. And the covenant. Look, why you waiting? They brain gone like decapitation No knowledge, no laws, God, they forsaken Put on slave ships, not a cruise line, Jacob No martinis for that long trip, stop playing They changed our name with hot flames, branded on our faces Throw our kids in dirty water, alligator baiting Hundred million dead people, blood on the pavement You say Jesus, but I'm looking at these crackers like they Satan Like they Satan, nigga playing, nigga playing They paying for their crimes, calling statute limitations Saying that it ain't them, that it was their fathers Isaiah 14, say prepare them for their slaughter This for Mike Brown, Trayvon Martin, Eric Gardner Babylon falling, fire burning arson Christ coming back, real black like the charcoal Burning up these heathen for the evils that they conjured Look, I ain't finished. Esau soon will be diminished. Mount Zion full of saviors, call them God's children. 144, Esau about to be a victim. Keep the laws, then we get them on the day of vengeance. Can I get a witness? Can I get a witness? Esau running for their life like it's LA Fitness. Revelation 18:6, double portion with them. Try to hide the caves, but screaming, let's get them. He that leader with the sword, gonna die by the sword. They gonna be surprised, black Christ coming here for war. They ain't heard this before. No more nice Negroes, time for real heroes. Esau be zero, just like Nat Turner. Turn me up, we gone. Turn me up, we gone. And I'm out, Israelite. Now he's mad about the way we're teaching the Bible. Watching, we have watched for a nation they couldn't save us. They slay us and get out free like they made us. But I switch the game up. The black 
Messiah can say. Never trust my enemies, I know what you did to me. Locked in loaded KJV, Revelations 1 and 3. Reading through these mysteries, our praises, now we got the keys. Unlocking hope and giving hope to those that seek the Holy Ghost. My holy folks gon' hold me down, exhorting on a daily basis. Prepare for temptation, crafty counsel just around the waist. Snooze, you lose, you lose, you snooze awake. You know you slugger, I see brothers killing brothers. Ministers, women raising monsters, that's why we crying loud on you busters. Scripping, ripping through the trenches in the seas of the ghetto. My people at a lower state, your prophets here to motivate. Isaiah 61 and 1, grinding up these broken hearts. Reform today, mate. Thank you for listening to the Forefront Radio. We now have a cash app. The link is in the description of the page here on anchor.fm, also on Spotify. We appreciate you listening in. We do have a few features that we are including now. We are selling a few products such as watches, perfumes, colognes, and other uh, products will be available for our Israelite community, as well as the general community of the population. We have a Facebook page. Just type in The Forefront Media, and you'll be able to get updates of of, uh, various shows that we drop when they do drop. Um, please do share this show if you like the show, and we do hope that you do love this show. And uh, tune in for more uh, episodes once we have them available. Thank you for listening to The Forefront. I'm your host, Afiel Levi Israel. <laughs>